All right, so what are we going to call our podcast? Uh, we should call it Kids Disguised as Leadership Students Annoy Miss Hosley. Liberty Middle School ASMR YouTube channel. <laughs> Off-brand high school musical. Making middle school great again. Maturer than adults. LMS weirdos, for sure. Joe Rogan experience. No! No! We can go with Yeehaw! He can be in the bathroom. I like, I like off-brand high school musical. I like off-brand high school musical too. Okay then, uh, let's go with The Liberty Middle School Experience! Hi, I am Melissa Heltzley. It is my privilege to be the Student Leadership Advisor at Liberty Middle School. Our first topic that we are going to go into today is what it was like to start middle school virtually. What was good or bad, Elise? I feel like my mental health was a big aspect. It was different because without seeing my friends and not having that constant like engagement, it definitely affected how my work went and how my mental health was because I was just constantly stuck in my room and when like during the colder months when we were in sixth grade and in middle school and it was still new because we were so used to elementary schedule it was harder because I couldn't get out every day and I mean we were in lockdown so we didn't go out normally but socially I feel like I was also kind of stunted because in sixth grade that's when you start your middle school friendships that are going to last you through those years and help you and I mean it was a new school and when we had all these elementary schools going in, I didn't know a lot of people, and that was definitely hard. Hey, Soph, how was it for you virtually? I feel like I, I relate to Elise a lot on the social concept of it. Like, I learn better in classroom with peers and, like, interaction. Yeah, interaction. I feel like social media and my technology was, like, my big, like, connection to, like, that was like my social life like the real world for me and it made me feel like really lonely at times and like disconnected and isolated and uh, like online learning in general just being on the technology all the time I I'm gonna be honest I slept through most of the edgenuity videos like the tutorials and I just yeah I also feel like middle school is hard enough without the COVID and lockdown additions, but with those, it made it such a harder time to come back also as like um, when, for those who did hybrid, going back to having either very limited friends or having no friends at all. There was also more when we were doing hybrid and we had the A and B groups. Some of us couldn't see our friends still because they were in a different group or where we became so adjusted to having that online life and education, where going back to a classroom was really hard. For me, I know that I prefer classroom along with Sophie, but going from having that freedom to kind of just pay attention to what I was paying attention to and not having that structure as I do in a, a classroom, going back to those and going back to the rules and the people who weren't acting with the rules, I feel like that was also way harder than it should have been. So Catherine, you were talking a little bit about being virtual and how that really messed with your mental health too. Yeah, for me, a big, like the, education like learning 
that wasn't a problem. Like none of the work was really hard, but it was like the the mental strain of having to be online and not in a classroom, especially since COVID started when I was in fifth grade and it was completely unplanned, of course. So teachers really tried, but it it was really hard for them because there was not there was not a lot of planning to really do anything. And for a while, I really tried to, you know, make the best of it, make things kind of somewhat normal. But as COVID got worse, I just kind of ended up giving up. And I, to be honest, I f- almost flunked sixth grade with like all Fs because I didn't want to try. I didn't want to do any of it. That was really difficult. And how do you think your mental health is now that you've been able to be back in school and be outside more often? Um, it's it's really good. I made a lot of friends when I got back and I finally when I was on the therapy list there like I had to wait it was backed up for about a year because so many kids were experiencing the exact same thing. So when I finally got one, I was pretty much okay and I still went for the first few sessions and they my therapist said everything was pretty much fine with me. There was still a little bit of COVID trauma, but other than that, it was a lot of kids that came in ended up only going for a few sessions just because it was only during that COVID time where they weren't getting enough mental stimulation, really. So Gabe, you kind of had a different experience virtually. Why don't you tell us a little bit about that? Personally, I preferred the virtual in all but two aspects of it. Honestly, the ability to check out whenever you needed to was nice and the teachers for the most part that I got still taught the topics very well over virtual but I didn't experience many issues aside from band in which you couldn't hear anyone else and the director couldn't hear you so that made it a lot harder to just understand what you're playing really you didn't know if you were in tune or off tempo or anything and then edgenuity videos, those those sucked. There's not much more to say about that. So now that you're back, how's it how's it going with band? Band's gotten better. We can now hear each other, so that's obviously made a big improvement. But even now, you can sort of tell like there have been like some restrictions. I guess is the word you could use for what we can do because of that year we missed out on. I was in band for a little while too, um, over virtual and of course in elementary school, but it was really hard for me because exactly what Gabe said, you just, it was, it was very difficult over virtual to do band. I played the clarinet and when we got back, it was even hard because we had to wear, we had to put these cloth covers over the bottom of our instruments and you it would it took a lot of air and our at least my band sessions were a lot shorter because we would have to blow more and a lot of kids started getting lightheaded and i think one passed out in the year that i got back because it they just it was it was bad i was an orchestra i played violin um and i started i started in fourth or fifth grade and over the course of like covid and virtual learning i lost a lot of motivation for that because i would like the class wasn't it didn't feel engaging to me not being able to work with my peers and listen to other students like play and we'd have assignments but i never felt like motivated to 
turn anything in because it was always like the same thing and a lot of the time like teachers would give us a lot of grace because like they understand like what we're going through and stuff but it was to an extent where like I felt like nothing that I did really mattered and I don't play violin anymore because I just lack of motivation and that experience was really hard for me. I also feel like in our COVID years, I lost some of my personality and like my, again, my motivation to do things. Like I used to be such a happy and like adventurous kid before COVID. And then after that, I just started, I started getting really bad anxiety about everything. And I mean, I'm still me, but my personality has definitely gone down a lot. And I feel like COVID kind of stunted the ability, my ability to kind of share who I am with my peers and getting back to that in eighth grade because even seventh grade was we had to wear masks until March and there was still many differences like social distance and like we didn't have lunch tables for a while so it was just getting back to being myself and having that engagement with my peers was definitely hard and I was also an orchestra too and I quit last year because I just couldn't keep the difference between having to do it at my in my room by myself and not having again that structure it was really hard to go back to that and I just I I didn't ha- I didn't appreciate orchestra as much as I should have been in playing so I just decided to not same thing with me I like not my personality but just things I enjoyed really changed a lot I used to love school I was like an all four student I I enjoyed it so much I didn't want to leave school ever really it was like summers made me disappointed and band I loved band but I did end up also quitting my clarinet sixth grade year or right after sixth grade because I just I couldn't do it anymore like all the things I enjoyed were ruined by COVID and when we tried to bring them back and at least give kids an education. It was something that I just didn't enjoy. I did not enjoy ingenuity. I didn't enjoy any of the stuff that they gave us. And so it kind of just made my love for school go away. And it's been kind of hard trying to get that back. Yeah, going back on the personality thing, as I mentioned earlier, I felt very attached to my technology and social media. And like that was like my connection to like the world I guess like that was my social life I feel like that like that much exposure to social media and stuff kind of like I feel like I lost a part of my childhood like I grew up so quickly that definitely affected like my personality now and my growth as a person my personal like personality and everything was affected a lot as well As weird as it all sounds to many peers and teachers, I used to be pretty outgoing and a pretty uh, energetic person before the whole COVID incident. And then once COVID hit, I just kind of stopped being that kind of ball of energy and personality. And then now I'm just, you know, a uh, much slower and hidden person than I used to be. I absorb more information, and there are definitely pluses to the tone down, but I kind of miss that old having energy. Like I was saying before, like I feel like over the course of COVID and be like not having those social interactions, that definitely like 
made me like want to grow up so quickly and I feel like I grew up really fast and I kind of missed out on that like childhood aspect I feel like there's also the polar opposite in a lot of kids my age like I feel like I'm very independent and I can function in our world as as any other adult but I also see that there are some really immature kids in our like our school around our age and uh, I just feel like not having that social interaction has definitely affected them and will affect them in the long run especially going into high school next year. As a group of people who had to grow up really fast, I feel like we can we've used that so positively to leadership and making our school a better place because there's so many in- immature kids who aren't in anything and doing anything and they're not using their full potential and I feel like we definitely are doing more. Like leadership has opened my eyes to how many kinds of people in our school there are and what they do for our school like the people who were causing all the issues people who are fixing the issues I don't know I just feel like we've definitely used it the best way all right thank you Elise Sophie Catherine Gabe I appreciate you being so willing to share your stories COVID has definitely impacted everyone differently but we can all agree that it impacted us I just really genuinely appreciate your willingness to be open about this because when we share our stories, it helps other people feel connected and know that it's okay that you struggled during this time that was just absolutely insane. It was hard for me. I can't even imagine being a middle school kid trying to make it through all of that. And we're coming out on the other side and do we have some work to do? Absolutely. But I'm so proud of how far you have come and being in student leadership, you know, our our motto is leadership means service. And I really think you being willing to share makes a difference and it is a service and you're making our school a better place. All right. So Jaden, why don't you tell us a little bit about some of the things you've been doing in student leadership to help with uh, making Liberty a more positive place with climate and culture? In student leadership, I was in charge of working on the pep assembly, which is an assembly that we use to create cheer and a good environment for the people at our school. And it was nice to do that because when I was working on all the games, it took a lot of practice, but when we actually played the games, there were a lot of smiles in the faces of everybody at the pep assembly, which was nice to see. The pep assemblies are definitely very important for our school. It's exciting to see how everyone gets so happy about it before the pep assembly and after. And when I'm a part of the games and stuff, I have some people coming up to me and telling me that it was fun. And it just makes it all worth it because we we definitely work really hard for what we're doing. But if we're making everyone else's day a little better, it's it just makes it worth it. So I mean, it's a little bit different having your class projects on stage for the entire school to see. Noelle, what was your favorite game that we came up with? I really liked the noodle game that we had to like pass the noodle to each other with our feet. It was really funny watching people do that because we did it in class and it worked out. But then when we had everyone else do it, it was really funny. Our other projects are definitely really interesting, especially when they all play out for the school, like for our food drive video and assembly. 
We did a minion theme, so we had a bunch of minions running around. It was definitely very fun to film. And then I was a purple minion, and hearing everyone in the hallways talking about it was really funny. And, I mean, we, we did really good on our food drive. We, like, we did a winter break video where we were just, like, we were lip-syncing to Christmas songs and dancing. We are just having fun, and then everyone really enjoyed it. And it was, it's just cool to see everyone enjoying what we're putting out there and working hard for. We learned a lot during the food drive of how helping our community could help everyone. We still have two more community service events. We have Valentine's for Veterans and First Responders, and then we have our winter service project. We're collecting warm winter stuff for like people in need for clothes and stuff. Valentine's Reds makes it so that everyone can get a Valentine. Like we're gonna be using it for first responders, people who have done a lot for us and our country and our community. It's just important that we are making a change and making our community a better place. Evan, what's your favorite thing you've done in leadership this year? Probably concessions. So the social is something we run in our school. It's like an after-school thing you have to pay to get into, and basically you just like you know, have fun and dance, and there's a bunch of games and stuff. And I got to run concessions, and they, you sell food, and yeah, it was fun. And uh, it was used to help pay for activities and clubs and sports and stuff. Pretty cool. By doing the community service, you've really seen how it has been rewarding to you and helped make you feel a little bit more normal. And so by including the rest of the school in that, hopefully they'll get those vibes too. Because vibes. our school motto... Can you please not say vibes again? <laughs> ...is our communities are best than better. And so it's really important to support the communities. We're a big military school and it's nice that we can give back to them in a simple way something about working with middle schoolers you'll learn is that if you have to have a really strong thick skin because they are mean to you all day long and if you say any cringy words they let you know you cringy <laughs> yes exactly this you is what i deal cringy? with all day long so something we did before we started the school year was go to student leadership camp at CISPIS. We went to Camp Chinook. How do you think that impacted your ability to lead and plan events this year? I really liked the courses that they had there. I feel like they focused a lot on like presenting and putting our, ourselves out there and working like as a team because we were kind of we were like divided up into like these different like teams and stuff and it was all like random kids from schools like across Washington and I really like the courses that they have there like putting like getting up on stage and having like little plays and stuff I thought that that was really fun and definitely prepared us for like student leadership and pep assemblies and those kind of activities engaging with the school. Something that they focused on in camp was to not be embarrassed about anything because a lot of people at the start were very self-conscious about what other people thought of them but then we had a lot of activities that were kind of random and silly or whatever and they kind of what Sophie said put us out there and that helped a lot to prepare for leadership because of all the random silly things Miss Helsley, our leadership teacher, has us do, like 
oh, I don't know, a random dance for everybody. It was a flash mob, and you all liked it. You all know you did. You're going to talk about it forever. They are all shaking their heads at me, but they really did like it. Oh, yeah. All right, so what were other things at camp? (laughs) Unintentional learning is one thing to say. You go in there, and you have an idea of what you're going to do and what you're going to learn there. But what people don't tend to really talk about are the things you learn unintendedly, like uh, Jaden here could probably agree with me. We were in a team together, and in that team, I'm pretty sure everybody in there learned how to throw something together last minute, if they need to, or how to divide people into their skill sets to make sure everything is optimized, or just being able to read people like a book, because when people start to try to divide themselves, you start to see who they really are. I have two words. Camp bread. Uh, Let me decode that for you. They think the Sispus bread is by far the best bread on any planet. And the ranch, ranch too. They like the the ranch on the salad. That's how you get them to eat vegetables. Noelle, what did you want to add? I was going to add the ranch. It was really good. But probably the best part was meeting new people. Somebody talk about that? Yeah, it was like schools from all over Washington. There are some schools that like came like six hours to get there. And I thought that was so cool. And we had like specific classes, like a class schedule kind of. So like ASB officers, we had a specific class. And we got to talk to other ASB members and we got to share our ideas. And I still have friends that I talk to today that I went to CISPIS with. And I felt like I built a lot of really cool connections with the kids there. Just being around other leaders who want to make an impact on their school. Similar intentions to mine. You know, I think you have done an incredible job this year and you should really be proud of your efforts on creating a building where everybody feels welcome. So to close this out, why don't we share some ideas about what would help a sixth grader headed to middle school next year. I think the first advice I would give is when you find your group of friends, just enjoy the memories and just like kind of live in the moment because I kind of was like, oh, I'm so excited to be an eighth grader. I'm so excited to be in high school. And now I'm in eighth grade and I'm almost in high school. And I'm like, I should have just been enjoying what I was living through. I think it's important to know that Although school is about learning, not everything has to be all studying and assignments, and it's okay to find fun in your school environment, especially within projects or like leadership projects that just bring joy to your classes. Just be yourself. Don't worry about other people's opinions because everyone's going to talk. Everyone's going to have their own opinions about you, and you just need to focus on yourself and what you want to do. Um, kind of what Jaden said is have fun. Do you do your best. Don't worry about being like having everything be like caught up on everything, but like you need to keep doing your work because if you don't, it'll all be packed up at the end and then it'll all be really stressful on you and just have fun and enjoy it all. I would say watch and listen. You can sometimes learn the most from other people's mistakes and watching them make the mistake will end up preventing you from making that same mistake or listen to somebody who has had that experience. Just try to like avoid drama. 
I mean, you can still like get into things that make you happy. Just try to stay away from drama. Don't get yourself wrapped into that because it can turn out really bad. Also, respect your teachers. Do not blame them for anything. And don't call them cringy. It's mean. Unless they're being cringy. Just avoid the drama. It's not worth it. Thanks for listening to our eighth graders talk about their experiences of virtual learning and coming back during the COVID era. I'm so excited that they are making this world a better place and making Liberty better too. 